Welcome to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Good afternoon to you. I am Jason Kong here with the man himself in the flesh. We're, we're back in the studio. Dr. Mann, how are you doing today? July 4th. How can you be any better, right? That's we got right. fireworks tonight. We got all the fun stuff. Hoping everybody out there is having a good time this uh, holiday weekend. Yep. Oh, it's uh, it's always a fun time of year, and you know, it's uh, uh, I, this Fourth of July. I think is our, our reward for dealing with the pandemic. You know, we get to uh, go out and celebrate. Today. Hey, it's the the reward. Uh, last year, you know, they didn't have fireworks. That's right. In a lot of the places. So I'm just wondering. I think going to do double the fireworks to make up for it because you know we want that when we go see them, right? We want like at least at least forty five minutes to an hour. So. I think so. I think you're right. They need to make up for the last year. And, I think they saved their money. I don't up. think we're going to see that. Yeah, I think you're right. Although my neighborhood last year, they they more than made up for whatever wasn't spent at some Mine of these displays. They yeah. Uh, In fact, I, I told someone they were almost better than the municipalities. <laughs> Oh man! Well, Doctor Man, uh, let's let's get into the topic at hand today, and we're going to be talking about pediatric pediatric dentistry, and also getting into dental trauma in younger children. And Doctor Man, every parent wants their kid to have a healthy, beautiful smile, and you know, most of us uh, patients start looking for those teeth to come in. Uh, or fall out at a certain age. And, you know, as parents, we're looking at that as well, too. And at what age should parents start expecting a toddler's teeth to start to come in? And what age should we expect to see those baby teeth start to get loose and the permanent teeth coming? You know, a, a good um, age for, for toddlers uh, at an early age is about eight months uh, um, eight months old. You want to you wanna start uh, probably seeing them at that. Now, don't start freaking out if they don't come in by eight months or even by nine months or ten months. You know, eventually we all are going to get our teeth. There's very few babies that uh, will not uh, get their baby teeth. Um, and to be honest with you, there's usually not many baby teeth missing. We don't see a lot of uh, what we call congenitally missing baby teeth. Um, and so that that's something that a lot of parents tend to worry about a little bit. Um, but... Uh, and, and the same thing with losing teeth. A lot of parents start worrying if their their children haven't lost their teeth by a certain time. On average, I, I tell people seven years old is a good is a good number. However, six is when we usually start seeing them in girls, and and boys are a little bit later. So, and my kids, and I have two boys. They didn't even start losing their teeth till they were eight. So there's a range there. Um, you know, you start getting your six-year molars, which are permanent molars, around uh, six years old, and those are in the very back, um, uh, the backside of your baby teeth, basically. Um, but then you start losing the, your front teeth. Your bottom, usually, you, you lose your front two teeth first, and then it jumps up to the top. Um, as far as um, a baby's teeth coming in, though, you know, there's a few things that you have to keep in mind. You know, you have to keep in mind that that's a sign that you need to start maybe uh, – adding in some some cereal and things like that. Start getting the baby used to chewing. There's a reason why we get teeth, and that's to chew our food. So, you know, don't be scared to jump in and start start feeding your baby some food because you want to try to wean them off of milk so that they can start developing their muscles in their jaw so that their um, skeletal profile will be appropriate. That's one of the things that we see a lot, and we've talked about it on the show, is we get teeth for a reason. We have to use them. And uh, we, we kind of baby babies too long. We give them sippy cups, 
and we worry about them choking, and so so we really purify their their food. But we have to um, kind of get away from that so that our muscles of mastication and our airways are starting to develop, um, which we've seen a actually narrowing of both over the past fifty to one hundred years. You know, my wife was really big on that kick of starting. You know. Uh, chewing earlier and things like that and i was like whoa 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 what are we trying to do it's here scary. <laughs> it's uh it's incredible uh just how quickly yeah. they can pick things up and the things that they can gum down even without teeth like yes. you, you don't you don't you don't really think about it you're kind of worried but uh they're babies are durable well and you know when they start cutting teeth babies they want to be chewing on something yeah you know it's kind yeah. of like i always say you know just like your dog you know your puppy wants to chew they want to chew on something too because it really soothes their gums and it kind of helps break those teeth through the gums as they're chewing so uh, don't be scared you know definitely to give them uh food and, but you have to watch them closely you have to you know of course monitor which foods you don't want to give them hot dogs or anything yeah. like that the first time but uh but yeah don't be scared and then don't worry too much i tell parents all the time don't worry too much about um when your uh child starts losing teeth because it's going to happen it's just a matter of time yeah, yeah. it's kind of like with walking and things like that you don't right. don't try and compare yourself to others it's it's going to happen eventually so don't worry about the timing but are there any other sort of abnormalities or concerns that parents may need to be on the lookout for when it comes to their children's teeth coming in or when they lose them Right. Yeah, I get uh, quite a few call, uh, calls from parents um, who have little ones, um, toddlers, and they look in their mouth and they see like a blue um, big bubble uh, around their gums. And uh, usually that's in the front or in the back, but um, basically what it is is called an eruption hematoma. So it's a bruise where that tooth is trying to cut through and it's creating like a blood uh, bruise type uh, that you would see uh, on your arm if you hit it. So... Um, don't don't be alarmed. That's very common. Um, you also can get some bleeding um, when they cut through, and and if parents aren't looking out, especially if they get them a little bit earlier than they're than they're expecting, they can get some bleeding. And so um, you know, don't worry. That's that's not uncommon uh, to see that. I always tell um, parents uh, during the teeth cutting, ice those little ice chews that you see. Um, that you put in the refrigerator, those cooling down. They're very, very good to use um, uh, because it gives them something to chew on, and the ice and that cold helps relieve the gums. So those are those are probably the favorite. Um, with with um, permanent teeth, we do have to um, be careful and look um, to make sure that a tooth doesn't that's loose doesn't stay in too long. Um, when a tooth starts getting loose, if it gets wedged in between the permanent tooth. Um, and the bone, then it can stay in. And you can start seeing the permanent tooth come in, but that baby tooth is still there. I, th I, I say that you need to get it out. And the reason for that is you can start getting food trapped between the two, and you can get decay on the permanent tooth, which is what you don't want. So um, if you see that and a parent can, if they can't move the baby tooth, but they see the permanent tooth coming in, it's time to get it out with a dental um, professional. Um, some of the other things you can watch out for is, you know, you don't want to give a child too much fluoride um, early on, even on the baby teeth. Um, you can get something called fluorosis if you get too much fluoride in your diet. Um, a lot of this happens if you have um, a high fluoride content in your water, uh, especially if you're on well water. Some well water has natural fluoride content. And sometimes dentist or your pediatrician will put you on fluoride supplements, assuming because you're not on city water that you're well water doesn't have fluoride but the how they discovered fluoride was 
two Indian tribes about 100 miles apart. One had a lot of decay, one didn't. They had the same diet almost. So then they looked at their water and they said, oh, one has fluoride, one doesn't. And that's how the fluoride kick became so popular. Um, so I, I would caution about getting too much fluoride because it can cause something called fluorosis in the permanent teeth, which means it would be a dark stain or chalky stain that's permanent on the permanent teeth. And we want to try to avoid that. You also, if your kid is having high fevers, when they're young with ear infections, that's a concerning problem because a lot of high fevers combined with antibiotics can also affect that calcification of the teeth. So um, you want to try to, you know, figure out why, you know, it usually occurs with ear infections, someone getting ear infections over and over again. And, of course, if you want to hear about ear infections, you can go to one of our Healthy Start podcasts as we talk about, hey, it's related to breathing usually. Yep, you can go to WPTF.com and click on the podcast button, find the Teeth Talk section, and there we have multiple shows related to Healthy Start that you can go back and listen to. If you want to schedule an appointment to see Dr. Mann, maybe you've got a young one that you want to have checked up, you can go to SmileMan.com. That's Dr. Mann's website. Man has two ends at the end, SmileMan.com. Dot com. From there, you can very easily book an appointment or you can find information about Dr. Mann's three offices, one in Cary, one in Garner, and one in Fuquay, Verena, smileman.com or call 919-462-9338, 919-462-9338. We are taking a quick break, but we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. are listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. I am Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. And today we're talking all about pediatric dentistry, dentistry for our young ones. And Dr. Mann, we talked a lot about uh, when teeth come in and when they get loose and concerns or non-concerns that we may have related to that. But we also know that children get cavities in their baby teeth, Dr. Mann. So share with our listeners why it is so important to get these cavities filled in baby teeth that the child's going to lose anyway. You know, that's a good question. We have a lot of parents that that ask that same question all the time. Hey, you know, is it a baby tooth? Well, it is a baby tooth, but remember what I said earlier in the show, those teeth are meant for chewing food. And um, when you get cavities in your teeth, it's very uncomfortable. I'm sure uh, most people have had cavities can tell you that they get a sweet sensation or super cold and it sends a, a jolt through your through your uh, nerve. So it's very important to keep those teeth healthy, not only for your child's uh, sake so they don't feel pain, um, because I always tell people with, with baby teeth, you have a very small amount of enamel. So there's a very small protective layer. Um, you got a very wide amount or large amount of dentin, which is the soft part of the tooth. It's reversed in, a, in our permanent teeth. And um, so I think the reason for that is that when you lose your baby to tooth, it's easier for them to resorb because there's not as much hard enamel. But because of that, 
if you get a cavity, a small cavity can turn into a big one very quickly in a baby tooth. So you want to get them when they're small because, again, just like in a permanent tooth, if that decay gets into the nerve of that baby tooth, it can get infected. And that's when the, the ba uh, child has to go on antibiotics. They'll have to have the tooth pulled. And then we have something that's very, very um, possible, if it's a, especially if it's a back baby tooth, is you start losing space. So your six-year molars that are coming in that I talked about earlier, they, if you lose a tooth, it'll actually move towards the front when it comes in. So the baby teeth also act as a space maintainer to hold the space so that your back permanent teeth don't shift towards the front. And that's very important because then you have to shift it back with braces later on. So we have to, we have to be careful of that. Um, and the other thing is you keep your teeth, your baby teeth, until you're around 10 or 11 years old. So you can imagine if you have a four or five-year-old that gets a cavity, I mean, six, seven, eight years to wait is a long time. More than likely it's going to turn into an infection. So we want to try to avoid that. Um, if, for, if for some reason they do get, uh, you know, a, a cavity that gets into their nerve, we can do something called a pulpotomy and a, a stainless steel crown on it. But uh, our goal is to prevent that, and that's why – you should bring your child starting at age two and three years old in for a checkup to, to avoid those problems because we can catch them early on. That's good. And let's get on the subject of x-rays. You know, you just said when we should start bringing our right. children, should they start getting x-rays at that time or maybe later on? Well, yes. Um, usually by age four or five, we start taking um, bite wing x-rays, which are cavity detecting x-rays. And that will help us look between the teeth. And that's where the majority of the decay that we see in children is between the teeth. Um, and uh, so it's very hard clinically to detect them without x-rays. At about six years old, we need something called a panoramic x-ray. That's the one that goes all the way completely around your head. And this one's so important because by the age of six or seven years old, you already have your permanent teeth developing. And we can see that on a panoramic x-ray. So we can determine, and as I said earlier, usually you're not congenitally missing any baby teeth. But one in 10 people are missing a permanent tooth congenitally. So we have to know that, and we have to start planning. Because if you're missing a, a premolar, that means that you might keep your baby molar the rest of your life. So that means you would be a little bit more proactive in keeping that tooth healthy at the very end, where, say at like 10 or 11. You might, if you get a chip on it or something like that, you might say, oh, that it's getting ready to, to come out anyway, so we're not going to worry about that. Well, if you don't have a tooth behind it, you definitely want to worry about it. So that's why it's important to know that. It also is important to know from a planning standpoint um, when, we're, when we're planning on what we're going to do. If someone is missing their front uh, teeth, which is usually what we call their laterals, which is the ones beside your very front two teeth, that is probably the most common area, um, either peg laterals and or not having them at all. You have to plan on how you're going to address that because that's a very social um, issue uh, with the smile. People are going to look and know that you're missing those teeth right away. So we have to plan that um, significantly with the parents. So, and the only way to know that is, is to take that panoramic x-ray. Yeah, that's something that uh, it, it is very helpful for children and for adults because it's, it's a useful tool to see what's going on beyond the surface, which... Uh, we can't see, so we need special tools to be able to do that. If you want to schedule an appointment to see Dr. Mann, maybe you or uh, one of your children have not had that 
panoramic x-ray before. Now's a wonderful time to do that. Schedule an appointment by going to smileman.com. That's Dr. Man's website. Man has two ends at the end, smileman.com. You can also find information about Dr. Man's three offices, one in Garner, one in Cary, and one in Fuquay, Verena, smileman.com, or call 919-462-9338, Dr. Man, you also mentioned something about flossing. I got to give you and your team a shout out. Last time my son Henry was there, he's four years old. He he was a little scared his last visit, but you guys gave him these uh, these little flossers. The holders, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he loves it. You oh, know, good. Right when he got home, he was like, oh, I want to do this. It's like, okay, floss. Yes, yes, that's great. Start him early. That's right. I always say, you know, floss only those teeth you want to keep. That's 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 a good one. I'm going to have to start telling him that, but he's, he's having a blast with it now. But we've got more that we're going to talk about related to pediatric dentistry. Stick around. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Welcome back to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Jason Kong here with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. He's the man that we turn to when it comes to topics related to dentistry. And today we are focusing on pediatric dentistry. And Dr. Mann, I want to spend this last segment talking about dental trauma in our younger children. And we know that children can fall or damage their front teeth when they're young and start to move around and become mobile. Uh, Talk to our parents listening and grandparents listening about trauma and what they should look for and when they might need to seek dental care at your office. Well, the beautiful thing that God gave us is the ability to get you know, some more teeth. So, you know, so that's a good thing. If, if your young toddler happens to, you know, really traumatize their teeth, um, there's a few things to look for. Um, first thing you want to do is see if the teeth are moving. Okay. A lot of times, um, a parent will see blood in that area and they'll just start freaking out and they're like, Oh, you know, something's going on. The first thing you want to do is look and pull the lip up. We have something called a frenulum, which is a little piece of skin right up under our lip. And many times it is attached too low, and it can rip. If, if, if a child hits the front of their face and the lip goes up, it'll rip that and cause a lot of bleeding. A lot of, a lot of uh, times we see patients in our office, uh, young kids in our office that are um, just like that. They, that's what they did. They didn't even you know, traumatize their teeth. Um, the next thing you would do once you get that bleeding stop is just see if the teeth wiggle. If they're wiggling more than halfway, then you want to call the dentist. Um, and the reason for that is we can get the patient in and figure out two things. One, did they did they actually break the teeth or did the teeth just come loose? If the teeth just became loose, that means the ligaments came loose when they when it was traumatized. Usually we can splint those two those teeth together um, and they'll tighten back up. Okay. And um, I've even seen, depending on where the fracture of the root is, if the root fracture is very low, um, meaning if it's very high up into the bone um, and not near what we call the crown of the tooth, um, we, I've seen fractured teeth survive. Um, and, and 
they survived until the permanent teeth came in. So um, it, at that point, you would definitely want to seek out, you know, some uh, professional dental advice because of the splinting that needs to be done. And then they need to be followed for about a year, um, x-rays about once every four to six months just to make sure everything's, um, you know, kosher. But, uh, yeah, we, it's going to happen a lot. Um, and and, it's, and it's, like I said, the good thing is it's not going to affect your permanent teeth. They're still going to uh, come in. It's not going to hurt the fact that you didn't, if for some reason those teeth did come out, um, that it it will not hurt the permanence. Now, there is a solution if the parent is, you know, worried about the cosmetic aspect of it. We can always address that if they if they do happen to lose their front teeth. But um, as far as long-term effects of losing baby teeth, there is none to the permanent. <clears throat> gotcha. And speaking on the cosmetic side of things, I know crooked teeth and spacing in a child's baby teeth can be a concern for parents. So is this something to worry about when the children are younger? And will that mean that the permanent teeth might come in crooked or have odd spacing? Well, you know, we've done several um, <clears throat> shows on Healthy Start. I think one of the um, biggest things that you have to um, look at as a parent is if there's a lot of spacing between uh, the baby teeth, that's a good thing because that means your child is going to have enough room for the bigger permanent teeth. If you have crowding already in the baby teeth when they come in, so they're crooked and they're, they're, they're lapped over each other, then um, there, there is some concern that that's going to be a problem when the permanent teeth come in. Um, they're going to come in probably crooked and probably either towards the tongue or towards the lip too far. So we have to worry um, a little bit about that. And that's where Healthy Start comes in. You know, we have a program where we can put a child who is six years, seven, eight-year-olds, they're starting to lose their, their baby teeth. Um, we can get them in um, Healthy Start, and they, they have a guide appliance that will guide those teeth so that they come in straight. It also will naturally expand their palate so that they have enough room. A lot of, a lot of kids whose um, baby teeth become crowded, their palate might not be quite as wide as it needs to be. And a lot of that could have been early on sucking on a passy. Um, it could have been um, breastfeeding, um, excuse me, lack of breastfeeding, you know, sucking on a bottle too hard. So there's a lot of things that can create that. But most of that is skeletal in nature, which can be corrected with healthy start. But what does that mean that the permanent teeth um, are necessarily going to be affected? Let's face it, you know, with braces nowadays and Invisalign and all, we can straighten those teeth. The biggest thing that we have to look out for is that skeletal development. That is the most important part because we can usually move teeth wherever we want them. But if we don't have enough t uh, room to move the teeth, if that's, the skeleton is not big enough and hasn't developed, that's when it becomes a major problem. Um, the other thing to look out for in your young child is mouth breathing. If your child is mouth breathing, that's a bad thing because their, um, their skeleton won't develop. And so they're going to have a lot of problems with having crooked teeth later on, and having enough room. Get that mouth breathing stopped as soon as you can. Early as 18, 16, 18 months, we can put them in a healthy start appliance that will force them to breathe through their nose and also help um, you know, develop their skeleton. So don't delay because if a, a mouth breather, if you see your child is mouth breathing on a consistent basis, not just when they're sick and stuffy nose, but they're doing it all the time, and that means their lips are parted whenever you see them. They're not together then there's a great chance that that's what's going on. And it can affect, like we said, with Healthy Start, we've seen it before. You can listen to one of our past podcasts. Um, it can affect a lot of things, not just their skeleton, but a lot of behavioral issues as well.
Yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. If you want to schedule an appointment to see Dr. Man, the website is smileman.com. Man has two ends at the end, smileman.com. You can very easily book an appointment. You can also find information about the wide array of services that Dr. Man and his team provide, and you can find information about his three locations in Fuquay, Verena, in Cary, and in Garner, Man. Dot com or call the office 919-462-9338, 919-462-9338. Dr. Mann, what, what's the subject going to be next week? Well, it's Freedom Day, so, you know, it's it's time to open it up to the questions from the audience. So we're going to we're gonna um, answer some emails uh, that we're getting, and uh, that's always a fun show. We, we look forward to all those fun questions. We always do look forward to those. Be sure to send them in, Dr. Mann at smilemann.com. Dot com is the email address, drman at smileman.com. Man has two ends at the end. Hey, if you want to go back and listen to past episodes, maybe you want to find more information about Healthy Start, WPTF.com. Click on the podcast button and there find the Teeth Talk section and you can listen to all of our past episodes. We are out of time for today. Have a wonderful 4th of July. We will talk to you again next Sunday. This has been Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Have a great day.